All right, welcome. It's Friday night. This is Orion Rising. I'm your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. Friday night, that means it's the Law of One. Last week was our two-year anniversary of the Law of One. <coughs> oh, look, I said welcome in the chat, and, and uh, I typed it in wrong here, didn't I? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, everybody, share this out when you get in here. So let's all share this out so we can get some uh, some uh, participation from the audience. So two-year anniversary last week. Isn't that insane, right? And, and I only missed a few Fridays in there for different reasons, you know, different things. Events, usually doing webinars and live shows about other things, especially like a three-year anniversary for Orion Rising and a five-year anniversary for um, Portal to, no, 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 uh, Watcher's Talk and Portal to Ascension did a did a webinar 2020, October 2020 webinar. I was on that, interviewed a few people. It was a five-day event, insane, insane, six hours or nine hours a day. It was pretty cool. You guys should check that out. Okay, like I said, share this out. So we can get it on, on the air and other places. Don't do too much, though, because these days if you do too much, guess what happens? You get shadow banned and put in jail, j-j-jail, right? Isn't that insane? Unless you're talking about specific things and then you get taken off the air for doing that, you know? I'm not going to get into politics. That's not for this show. But there are things you said that happens. So while I'm sitting here... I'm Sharing this out so I don't have my camera on currently. For those of you who are on the MP3 version of the podcast, it doesn't matter because you guys don't see anything anyways. You're just listening, right? You guys are listening. So I got to get that uh, up to date too. I think I didn't, I don't think I posted last week's show. No, maybe I did. I didn't post it on YouTube though, pretty sure. I did a, oh no, it's because I, I came on and did a um, Orion Rising news that I didn't put up on YouTube yet. I'll have that up today after the show. I'll post this on there and then do that as well. Sometime tonight, because after the show I'll take time to uh, to uh, get some dinner and then I'll do it either after or I'll do it tomorrow. But I try to get it up in a timely manner. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others to get it up. Okay, so we're on session 79, right? That's insane. That's crazy insane. <laughs> right? So th that's just like I love it. We're finally getting there. We're going to be on we'll be on session 80 by the time we're done. There's the uh studio there for law of one and the Facebook. So 79 question 17. Session 79, question 17. December 27th, 2011 was when when uh, Muffy Moose published this on here. And I use their, I've been using their uh, videos exclusively. That's LL Research approved material. Okay. And you can follow along by watching on your device. Or you can follow along by watching, by, by reading it yourself from the book if you have a copy or one of the books because there were six books. Or you can go to lawofone.info, L-A-W-O-F, 
O-N-E dot I-N-F as in Frank O. And that's LL Research's uh, original manuscript of the uh, original recorded sessions. <coughs> in, in, in at the beginning of each one, you see a little blue arrow. That is a start arrow like they use on YouTube. If you click on that, you can hear the actual audio recording of the channeled session. It's very slow and methodical, guys. I, I've listened to a little bit of it. Um, Carla's almost whispering, and the microphones and stuff are sitting on her chest. And they she speaks very slow, nowhere near as fast as this computer reads it or as fast as I read it or as fast as I'm talking. Like one word every two or three seconds. So it does take 45 minutes to get through one session because of how slow she talks. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start instead of wasting too much time. I'm already six minutes. So I always try to tone that down. I'm on a waste time. So let me go over here and go into full screen, and we'll go ahead and get started. Like I said, share it out. I'm watching the chat. At least I was. Oh, I was. That's why I'm. I'm no longer on the chat screen over there. So I'm watching the chat. I will be watching the chat. Right. Okay. So let's go ahead and oh, wide screen. And we'll get going here. Here we go. Question 79.17. Questioner, I now understand what you meant in the previous session by saying that to extend free will the significator must become a complex. It seems that the significator has become the complex that is the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh of the mind, the tenth on of the body, and the seventeenth on of the spirit. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is incorrect. Question 79.18. Questioner, could you tell me what you mean by, the significator must become a complex? Answer, I am Ra. To be complex is to consist of more than one characteristic element or concept. Question 79.19. Questioner, I would like to try to understand the archetypes of the mind of this logos prior to the extension of the first distortion. In order to better understand that which we experience now I believe that this is a logical approach. We have, as you have stated, the matrix, the potentiator, and the significator. I understand the matrix as being that which is what we call the conscious mind, but since it is also that from which the mind is made, I am at a loss to fully understand these three terms especially with respect to the time before there was a division in consciousness. Could you expand even more upon the matrix of the mind, the potentiator of the mind, and the significator of the mind, how they differ, and what their relationships are, please? Answer, I am Ra. The matrix of mind is that from which all comes. It is unmoving yet is the activator and potentiation of all mind activity. The potentiator of the mind is that great resource which may be seen as the sea into which the consciousness dips ever deeper and more thoroughly in order to create ideate, and become more self-conscious. The significator of each mind, body, and spirit may be seen as a simple and unified concept. The matrix of the body may be seen to be a reflection in opposites of the mind, that is, unrestricted motion. The potentiator of the body then is that which, being informed, regulates activity. The matrix of the spirit is difficult to characterize since the nature of spirit is less motile. The energies and movements of the spirit are, by far, the most profound yet, having more close association with time-space, do not have the characteristics of dynamic motion. 
Thusly one may see the matrix as the deepest darkness and the potentiator of spirit as the most sudden awakening, illuminating, and generative influence. This is the description of archetypes 1 through 9 before the onset of influence of the co-creator or sub-logos realization of free will. Question 7. See, that might really, actually, that paragraph, I think, this is my opinion purely, though, guys. I mean, you, everybody, I'm sure you have your favorite areas, but that paragraph, I think, is my favorite because of how much knowledge is packed into that about the human experience in this three-dimensional world, in this third density, this 3D, 3D world that we're in and the tran the transition and and <clears throat> and transfiguration of your spirit as you become more spiritual and or real you know realize like he said they said in the last sentence this is the description of the archetypes one through nine before the onset of influence of the co-creator or sub logos realization of free will so describing the basics the base root of what it is to be in this place in this avatar in this matrix experiencing this on the level that we are with all the tools that we have that makes up this perfect perfect place to do this even if you don't understand free will, you could under possibly understand that to understand existentially, spiritually, right? All of that, how all of that plays and in, in literally tells you what it is that is happening right here, right now, and how that is possible. So I love that paragraph for that. It's the only reason why I paused to like go crazy right there. Because that's just like the big bang. That's right there. That's just like an orgasm right there. That's like everything in a nutshell for you to understand the reality that we're in and the spirituality that we're in, in our place in the universe, right there in that. And then beyond that, once you have this, this realization of free will, once you realize that, like you said uh, earlier in the paragraph, this is the motivation that strives you to a forward motion to then evolve spiritually because your quest of knowledge then starts. And eventually you start to realize that and then the, you know that the onset of the influence of the co-creator or sublogos becomes apparent to you. And then you start to realize, hey, wait a minute, not only am I here and experiencing this, I'm not necessarily controlled by an outside source as much as allowed to create as a co-creator this sub-logos. That knowledge comes to you only through wisdom, and wisdom comes to you only when you realize that you have free will and then you start to learn. Knowledge is the key to the universe, is the key to your spiritual growth. Once you gain knowledge, you gain more knowledge. Once you have experiences, you gain knowledge. All of this is set in motion 
by the first time you say, I think, therefore I am. Do you see? Okay, so let's continue. 29.20. Questioner, the first change made then for this extension of free will was to make the communication between the matrix and the potentiator of the mind relatively unavailable one to the other during the incarnation. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. We would perhaps rather term the condition as relatively more mystery-filled than relatively unavailable. Question 79.21. Questioner, the idea was then to create some type of veil between the matrix and the potentiator of the mind. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 79.22. Questioner, this veil then occurs between what we now call the unconscious and conscious minds. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. It'll recycle to the next video. For those of you on the MP3 portion, you wouldn't know that it was doing that. Question 79.23. Questioner, it was probably the design of the Logos to allow the conscious mind greater freedom under the first distortion by partitioning, you might say this from the potentiator or unconscious which had a greater communication with the total mind, therefore allowing for the birth of uneducated, to use a poor term, portions of consciousness. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is roughly correct. Question 79.24. Questioner, could you deruffen it or elucidate a bit on that? Answer, I am Ra. There is intervening material before we may do so. Question 79.25. Questioner, okay was then this simple experiment carried out and the product of this experiment observed before greater complexity was attempted? Answer, I am Ra. As we have said there have been a great number of successive experiments. Question 79.26. Questioner, I was just wondering since this seems to be the crux of the experiment, the large breaking point between no extension of the first distortion and the extension of the first distortion, what the result of this original experiment was with respect to that which was created from it. What was the result of that? Answer, I am Ra. This is previously covered material. The result of these experiments has been a more vivid, varied and intense experience of creator by creator. Question 79.27. Questioner. Well I was aware of that. I probably didn't state the question correctly. It's a very difficult question to state. I don't know if it's worth attempting to continue with but what I meant was when this very first experiment with the veiling process occurred, did it result in service to self-polarization with the first experiment? Answer, I am Ra. Yeah. Welcome Tracy, I see you there in the chat. Please share this out. Anybody else that's in there, please share this out. Early, if we may use this term, Logar produced service to self and service to others' mind, body, spirit complexes immediately. The harvestability of these entities was not so immediate and thus refinements of the archetypes began apace. Question 79.28 Questioner, now we are getting to what I was trying to determine. Then at this point were there still only nine archetypes and the veil had just been drawn between the matrix and the potentiator of the mind? Answer, I am Ra. There See, this is where 
in, in the very beginning, Raw already explained all this, and here we are 79 sessions later, and he's starting to ask more questions about it. And, and you know, it, I think I guess you would have to to get clarification at this point because he, he went through it pretty fast. But, um, you know, it took him a long time to realize that he needed to declare clarification, which is odd because he was usually pretty quick about that. So anyway, so if this seems redundant to you because you've already read all of this or you've been following along since the beginning, that's why. <laughs> it kind of is, but he's getting in more detail. There were nine archetypes and many shadows. Question 79.29. Questioner, by shadows do you mean the, what I might refer to as, bithing of small archetypical biases? Answer, I am Ra. Rather we would describe these shadows as the inchoate thoughts of helpful structures not yet fully conceived. Question 79.30 Questioner, would the choice exist at this point during the creation of the first service to self-polarity? Answer, I am Ra. Implicit in the veiling or separation of two archetypes is the concept of choice. The refinement to this concept took many experiences. Question 79.31 See, so it didn't just it didn't just with a flick of a wrist or a, or a you know a thought, it didn't just go from no no choice and everybody knew what was going on, to you know to the choice between good and evil and being mind wiped in the whole nine. So apparently, it took some learning to do, right? Now that would suggest um, that the the uh, the creator chose an evolutionary path on the very creation and experience of creation because otherwise this would suggest that the creator was in and of themselves adolescent because there was not this before and the creator had to actually experience and go through the evolution to actually come to the conclusion of what needed to be done. Think about that. Think about that on a very high scale instead of on a low scale. Think about these are the things that I usually catch when, when things are going on where the, this is, you know, like I, I glommed right onto it. Hold on. If the, if the one true creator is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-everything, how is it that the creator didn't already know that? And why did the creator not skip all the steps in between on an evolutionary scale. Do you see? But that's not what happened. So is it because the creation in and of itself needs to flow on its own completely without any uh, uh, interference by the creator? And was that something that was set up on purpose to see how we would react in that, uh, whether, you know, when we got to that dilemma, what would we do? See, so that's very ambiguous on reflecting the creator itself or their selves or ourselves, right? Now, I would assume that it would be something that you created. Therefore, you don't want to interfere in it and you want to allow it to do run its own course. So even if you introduced the idea of it needed to be a change here because nothing was happening, you would still want them to solve the problems on their own. But you might also let it happen on its own everywhere to see what it, where, where the outcome is, what's the differences. Because if you're trying to, as the creator, 
trying to experience every single possible outcome. You would want it to happen on its own everywhere, even if simultaneously or even if not simultaneously, because you want it to to find out if there's something better that they figure out or that we figure out by doing it many different times, right? That'll blow your mind just thinking about it, the possibilities, infinite possibilities. Hmm. Questioner, I'm sorry that I have so much difficulty in asking these questions, but this is material that I find somewhat difficult. I find myself always over and over wishing that I was there. Like right now, teleport back you know, and walk in the room and sit down and go proceed. Because when Don's asking the questions, you know, I go, no, don't ask that question, Don. That's not a smart question. Ask this question. That's the question you need to ask. Right? No, that's not a good question. Don't ask that again. He already covered that. Ask this question. Like, get his homework and cross him off. No, no, no. Rewrite, rewrite, rewrite. New question. No, no. And then hand it back to him. <laughs> this is what you go with. It's the playbook. Good. I find it interesting that the very first experiment availing the matrix of the mind from the potentiator of the mind and vice versa created service to self-polarity. This seems to be a very important philosophical point in the development of the creation and possibly the beginning of a system of what we would call magic not envisioned previously. Let me ask this question. Prior to the extension of the first distortion was the magical potential of the higher densities as great as it is now when the greatest potential was achieved in consciousness for each density? This is difficult to ask. What I am asking is that at the end of fourth density, prior to the extension of free will, was what we call magical potential as great as it is now at the end of fourth density? Answer, I am Ra. As you understand, if we may use this misnomer, magic, the magical potential in third and fourth density was then far greater than after the change. However, there was far, far less desire or will to use this potential. Question 79.32 Questioner, now, to be sure that I understand you, prior to the change and the extension of free will, let's take specifically the end of fourth density, magical potential for the condition when there was only service to others polarization was much greater at the end of fourth density than at the end of fourth density immediately after the split of polarization and the extension of free will. Is that correct? Answer, I am Ra. Magical ability is the ability to consciously use the so-called unconscious. Therefore, there was maximal ability prior to the innovation of Sublogwa's free will. Question 79.33 Questioner, okay at the present time we are experiencing the effects of a more complex or greater number of archetypes and I have guessed that the ones we are experiencing now in the mind are as follows, we have the magician and high priestess which correspond to the matrix and potentiator with the veil drawn between them which is the primary creator of the extension of the first distortion. Is that correct? Answer, I am Ra. We are unable to answer this query without intervening material. Question 79.34 Questioner, okay sorry about that. The next archetype, the Empress, is the catalyst of the mind, that which acts upon the conscious mind to change it. The fourth archetype is the Emperor, the experience of the mind, which is that material stored in the unconscious which creates its continuing bias. Am I correct with those statements? Answer, I am Ra. Though far too rigid in your statements, you perceive correct relationships. 
There is a great deal of dynamic interrelationship in these first four archetypes. Question 79.35. Questioner, would the hierophants then be somewhat of a governor or sorter of these effects so as to create the proper assimilation by the unconscious of that which comes through the conscious? Answer, I am Ra. Although thoughtful, the supposition is incorrect in its heart. Question 79.36. Questioner, what would be the hierophants? Answer, I am Ra. The hierophants is the significator of the body asterisk complex, its very nature. We may note that the characteristics of which you speak do have bearing upon the significator of the mind complex but are not the heart. The heart of the mind complex is that dynamic entity which absorbs, seeks, and attempts to learn. So there was an asterisk there after body, and this is where the, he's, the second asterisk is to correct. Asterisk Ra corrected this error in session number 80. The Hierophants is the significator of the mind. So he'll, he will correct that in, in number 80. So when we get to 80, and they, they, he says that, that pertains back to here. Okay. Obviously, right? Question 79.37. Questioner, then is the Hierophants that link, you might say, between the mind and the body? Answer, I am Ra. There is a strong relationship between the significators of the mind, the body, and the spirit. Your statement is too broad. Question 79.38 Yeah, that's some of the things that I've noticed that, that uh, Don tends to paint with a broad brush because he really doesn't know anything about any of this. He is a nuclear physicist, but this, uh, he knows nothing about spirituality. Not much. So he so he's really trying to get into how all of this coordinates and correlates. And he's doing it from the mindset of a physicist. So he has the concepts down, but he doesn't understand the nuances. And that's what the problem is. That's what I call one of the weirding ways. That's the problem that scientists have. Because they're scientists, most of the time they're atheists. And therefore, they don't have anything to do with spiritual, spiritualism, spirituality. And they don't realize that 90% that of the universe can only be solved through spirituality. Okay? You have to have that. And I don't mean religion. I don't mean religion. Religion is completely something different. Religion is an orthodox um, um, organization, company trying to conquer the planet with with conquering the the minds of the people so that they get all the money that's what a religion is so don't don't get me wrong in that okay that's what a religion is spiritualism is something very personal jesus tried to teach that that's why they killed him muhammad tried to teach that they tried to kill muhammad but he ascended before they could okay Anytime you have somebody trying to, to preach that about the religions, they tend to try and get rid of you because you're taking money out of their coffers, taking people out of their seats. The Internet, they, they call the Internet the devil because of that. Aliens are demons and the Internet is the devil because they don't want you being personable. They don't want you learning what you need to learn on your own pace they want you learning only that which they will teach you over and over and over again. 
But what they do is, and I know this because I'm a minister, don't forget, ordained minister and knighted by the Roman Catholic Church, which means I'm also a holy monk, a holy warrior. I have a knight title, sir title. Okay, so I'm not some schmo off the street just throwing this out because I don't like religions, right? I have to say that only because some of you may hear this for the first time and not know who I am. And, you know, if you don't know who me, who I am because you just found Session 79 and you haven't heard everything that I've said in all my shows, you don't know me. So I am an ordained minister, and I've been in, in and around the church my entire life until my adult life in my 40s. And that's when I parted ways from the church at about 45. And I'm 53 now. Okay. So I don't, I don't preach box religion. Never have. But that's where you have to have the separation of church and state. You can be spiritual. And if you want to go to church, that's fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. You should do what is best for you, each individual. You will find at a certain time and stage in your life, just like I've told every single person that I, that I uh, talk to, you'll find that at a certain stage in your life, it will no longer seek, uh, uh, provide for you that which you seek. And you'll end up leaving churches and seeking knowledge on your own because you will outgrow them. You'll get tired of leading them because they, what they do is they lead you. They have a curriculum that they follow the Roman Catholic Church set down thousand years ago or so. And all churches abide by this. And I, and I say this, and I've said this in other shows. If you don't believe me, go and get a Bible out of your local church, whatever church you go to. Find out who published that book. Look up that publisher and find out who owns that company. You'll find that it's, it's almost exclusively a Catholic publication. And what they do is they have a five-year plan to walk you through the Bible. Each year is a different curriculum, but it's the same curriculum. They have five parables of the same curriculum. So they teach you different passages of the Bible, but the message every month is the same. And so they have themes that they go through, like September is always um, relationship. That's the month of September's relationship because you're going into the holidays. So you want to get people uh, thinking about relationships going into October and rebuilding relationships going into October. You see that way you're in October, November, December. You just hit them with relationships in the, in the, when the summer's ending and, and autumn is beginning. And that's when Lent starts, right? That's when you have fall and Lent, the, the dark night of the soul going through the December time period in the snow in January, and then you have the rebirth, right, of the rebirth, and that was when the death and the rebirth of Jesus on the cross because they needed to have him die there because that was the rebirth of Pan and the other uh, gods of fertility that they were trying to sway the pagans into believing that, and mostly the European uh, races uh, in, in, the, uh, in the Eastern philosophies, which was most of the world at that point. Right. Ninety percent of the world are those, you know, it was is Europe and Asia. They already had the other part of the world, do you see, except for Africa and uh, the rest of South America at that point. But they had already gotten most of that 
when Spain went into South America or North America. So that's that's how they that's how they did it. That's why they did that. So their curriculum is always the same, going into the death of the god, the rebirth of the god, and then going into summer so that it appeases all of the the cycle of life and the natural side and it also mirrors the natural cycle of life on this planet. Right? So it's all very convenient. That's religion. That's not spiritualism. Spiritualism is is very, you know, it has to do with all that, the cycle of life, but not necessarily the semantics. And here we go. Question. Let me skip over the hierophants for a minute because I am really not understanding that at all and just asked if the lovers represent a merging of the conscious and the unconscious or the communication of the conscious and unconscious? Answer. I am Ra. Again, without being at all unperceptive, you miss the heart of this particular archetype which may be more properly called the transformation of the mind. Question 79.39 Questioner, transformation of the mind into what? Answer, I am Ra. As you observe archetype 6 you may see the student of the mysteries being transformed by the need to choose betwixt the light and the dark in mind. Question 79. You know, every time I do this, someone says to me, I turned you on for the first time, and, and it seemed like you were talking about what was going on in my life right then. I literally, now remember my brother's also a minister. I literally was having this conversation with my brother yesterday, last night about the transformation of the mind. Was it last night or the night before? Might have been the night before. He was going to church, and then he came out of church, uh, and he called me on his way home, and we were talking, and so it was either Tuesday or Thursday. Today's Friday, so yesterday was Thursday. It might have been yesterday, but it could have been Tuesday. Don't quote me. No, it was it was Tuesday because yesterday he called me and and the the debate was on. And and he when I answered the phone, he said he is lying through his teeth. I didn't even know who he was talking about because they were both on there talking. And I started laughing, and I'm like, yes, both of them. And we laughed. Anyways, so so it was Tuesday. So Tuesday night we were just talking about the transformation of the mind. And here now on Friday doing the Law of One. I didn't read ahead. I've read this before, but it was two years ago. Okay? I Sometimes I, I will watch the this, you know, read this section that we're going to do ahead of time. Uh, most of the time I don't. Right? And even then, like, when it comes on, I'm like, oh, deja vu. Did I just do this? Didn't I already do this on air? And then I realize that I'm having a deja vu because of my spiritual, you know, where I am. And a lot of times I see future things as you know, already in my past. That happens a lot. That's what, how you get the deja vu. Anyways, but it's so I just I'm sitting here smiling, going, "Here's another example where I was literally having this conversation about the transformation of the mind and and what that meant uh, on a broadband, and then what it meant on a personal level with you know for each individual, and and how that what was the catalyst of that with my brother." Point four zero, questioner. Would the conqueror or chariot then represent the culmination of the action of the first six archetypes into a conquering of the mental processes, even possibly removing the veil? Answer, I am Ra. This is most perceptive. The archetype seven is one difficult to enunciate. We may call it the path, the way, or the great way of the mind. Its foundation is a reflection and... See, and I called it the way. I called it the way not even knowing and with never reading the law of one before 
I had called it the way. And then if you look at on Orion Rising, the page, you'll see for when it says about Orion Rising, it says the way. That wasn't written after I had read the Law of One. I had even never, never even heard of the Law of One, and I still call it the way. In fact, I'm writing the book called The Way right now. And substantial summary of archetypes one through six. One may also see the way of the mind as showing the kingdom or fruits of appropriate travel through the mind in that the mind continues to move as majestically through the material it conceives of as a chariot drawn by royal lions or steeds. At this time we would suggest one more full query for this instrument is experiencing some distortions towards pain. See, so when that was first thought of the modus operandi, the mode of travel was the chariot the fastest so the description of the chariot as that mode of transportation is why you have that chariot there now do you understand that do you understand that so so the concept the archetype seven conceptualized at that time period 10,000 12,000 14 16,000 years ago 27,000 years, 127,000 years ago, whenever it was that the pyramid was actually built, okay, was was that. Because that was what they used until modern times when we invented the internal combustion engine. Or the steam engine. Prior to that, we used horse and buggy. So you had the chariot, which was a war machine, fastest went faster than your stagecoach because the coach was very heavy and you know even if you pulled it with eight horses it didn't go as fast as as you know f uh, four or six horses uh pulled by a chariot or even two horses pulled by a chariot with just like two riders in it question 79.41 questioner then i will just ask about the one of the archetypes which i am the least able to understand at this point if i can use that word at all I am still very much in the dark, so to speak, in respect to the Hierophant and precisely what it is. Could you give me some other indication of what that is? Answer, I am Ra. You have been most interested in the significator which must needs become complex. The Hierophant is the original archetype of mind which has been made complex through the subtle movements of the conscious and unconscious. The complexities of mind were evolved rather than the simple molding of experience from potentiator to matrix. The mind itself became an actor possessed of free will and, more especially, will. As the significator of the mind, the Hierophant is the will to know, but what shall it do with its knowledge, and for what reasons does it seek? The potentials of a complex significator are manifold. Are there any brief queries at this working? Question 79.42 Questioner, only is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? Answer, I am Ra. All is well. For some small portion of your future the instrument would be well advised to wear upon the hands those aids to comfort which it has neglected to use. There has been some trauma to both hands and arms and, therefore, we have had to somewhat abbreviate this working. I am Ra. You are conscientious, my friends. We leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one glorious infinite creator. Adonai.
Okay, then <clears throat> we're moving on to the next session. Um, I wanted to point out, hold on, let me pause this really quickly here before it starts. I Oops. Now I went back to the other one, didn't I? Yes, I think I did. Question 79.23. Questioner, it was probably the design of the Logos to allow the conscious mind greater freedom under the first distortion by partitioning, you might say, this from the potentiator or unconscious which had a greater communication with the total mind. I am Ra. We greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Now, because I hit that, hold on, I want to go back here and make sure that that is the right one that we're doing here. Let me move this up to the end. Seek it, and to use it gives a power that is most great. This is the nature of the power of your visitor, and may shed some light upon the power of one who seeks in order to serve others as well, for the missteps in the night are oh, so easy. Nope. <coughs> Question 80.1. Okay, I believe we're actually here. Hold on, let me go back again here and make sure because I think I messed up and I hit the button. I do Question that right now and again. In the dark, so to speak, in respect to the Hierophant and precisely what it is. Yes, and okay. Ra, all is well. For some small portion of your future, the instrument would be well advised to wear upon the hands those aids to comfort which it has neglected to use. Okay. There has Sorry been some guy. trauma to both I hands and arms, and therefore, we have had to somewhat sure abbreviate had... this working. I am making sure that I had um, wanted to say, and then I ended up instead of hitting the, the rewind a little bit right here for the higher elephants, uh, in case you're not sure what that word uh, means, that's actually a Greek uh, priest. Okay, it's a person, uh, and, the, and the word comes from, from Greece, and it's a priest, someone who is... Uh, 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 intertwined in knowledge of uh, ancient mysteries and things like that. And so that's that portion of the brain, which is an archetype of our brain. So let me go ahead and finish this and go and to Ra, the next one. So you I are conscientious, my friends. We leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one glorious infinite creator. Adonai. I meant to hit uh, pause when it switched right here and I hit back. And then I lost my place and was like, wait, where were we? Were we on 79 or 80 already? So I apologize for that, guys. It was back and forth there for a minute. But so I just wanted to, you know, the, the word kept coming up. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to tell them what that word is. So I was going to pause to where I, I can play him saying the word the last time and say, this is what that means. Basically, priest, magi, um, illuminated one, right? Okay, so we're on to session 80 of the Law of One, February 27th, 1982. For those of you who are on the MP3 broadcast of this, not the MP4 broadcast, you can't see that on your screen. Here we go. We greet you in the love and in the light of the One Infinite Creator. Before we initiate this working, we would wish to correct an error which we have found in previous material. That archetype five which you have called the Hierophant is the significator of the mind complex. This instrument is prey to sudden flares towards the distortion. See, so that's remember when uh, earlier when I said the the uh, the asterisk is the where he was explaining what that was. So, and that's another reason why I wanted to make sure to give you the definition of higher elephant because I knew that he was going to start here because I remember that from when I read it, right? So, so in that archetype five, which you have called the higher elephant, it, it is the significator of the mind complex. Okay. Distortion known as pain. 
We are aware of your conscientious attempts to aid the instrument but know of no other modality available to the support group other than the provision of water therapy upon the erect spinal portion of the physical body complex, which we have previously mentioned. This instrument's distortions of body do not ever rule out, shall we say, such flares during these periods of increased distortion of the body complex. Our contact may become momentarily garbled. Therefore, we request that any information which seems garbled be questioned as we wish this contact to remain as un Sorry, I want to check the time here. Okay. I apologize. Can't see the time because I don't have a clock. I'm going to have to get a clock so I can do that, right? All right, here we go. Let's go over here. Undistorted as the limitations of language, mentality, and sensibility allow. We communicate now. Question 80.1. Questioner, thank you. Could you please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. This instrument is experiencing mild fluctuations of the physical energy complex which are causing sudden changes from physical energy deficit to some slight physical energy. This is due to many, what you may call, prayers and affirmations offered to and by the instrument offset by continual greetings whenever it is feasible by the fifth density entity of whom you are aware. In other respects, the instrument is in the previously stated condition. Question 80.2 Questioner, I had to leave the room for a forgotten item after we performed the banishing ritual. Did this have a deleterious effect on the ritual of the working? Answer, I am Ra. Were it the only working the lapse would have been critical. There is enough residual energy of a protective nature in this place of working that this lapse, though quite unrecommended, does not represent a threat to the protection which the ritual of which you spoke offers. Question 80.3 Questioner, has our fifth density visitor been less able to affect the instrument during our more recent workings? Answer, I am Ra. We shall answer in two parts. Firstly, during the workings themselves the entity has been baited to a great extent. Secondly, in the general experiential circumstances of your space-time experience this fifth density entity is able to greet this entity with the same effectiveness upon the physical body complex as always since the inception of its contact with your group. This is due to the several physical complex distortions of the instrument. However, the instrument has become more mentally and spiritually able to greet this entity with love thereby reducing the element of fear which is an element the entity counts as a great weapon in the attempt to cause cessation, in any degree, of the raw contact. Question 80.4 Questioner, what is the reason for the fact... See, so there again, throughout the entire process, from 1981 to 1984, 106 channeled sessions... Carla was under psychic attack every single session. And probably every single day, all day. In her life. That's a lot to have to, to contend with, right? The fact that the entity is able to act through physical distortions that are already present as opposed to being unable to act upon an entity who has no physical distortion at all. Now, the reason I say that is that when you're in this business, guys, that's why I did the videos, the Defense Against the Dark Arts 1 and 2. When you're in this field, you are constantly under attack. People don't want me explaining this knowledge. Entities 
in other dimensions don't want me explaining this knowledge to people. They don't want me waking up wanderers. They don't want me assisting to wake up this planet. They don't want this planet to vibrate at a higher enough level for people to graduate. They like it the way it is. They want it the way it is. And the evil wants to control this planet and take it over. Thus the storyline that we were created as a slave labor race. Okay. Anytime you hear that, that's false and a lie. Propagated by the people from Orion, the bad ones. The Orion Crusaders, they call themselves. And that's how they infiltrate and take over a world, a planet, and a society and change people and make them evil or slightly evil or victims. Period. And that's what they've done here. They haven't taken over, but they're still trying. But they did convince people on this planet that they were descendants of Lucifer and that Lucifer was a person, not the devil. The churches got wind of it and made Lucifer the devil to scare everyone. Okay? That Lucifer was the rightful ruler. And even the Bible says that Lucifer was cast into the earth because that's hell. Okay, so we're like on the gates to hell, the guardians to hell, where he was locked up. We're not in hell. This place it's, it's, it's feels like it sometimes, but it just depends on where you look. If you want it to be hell, you'll see it that way. If you want it to be heaven, you'll see that too. I made a video about that on my other channel where I show people saying, oh, our world's going to hell in a handbasket, and we're all going to die, and it's just getting hideous. And then I show all this beautiful stuff. Even creations by us, two different videos. One is all this beautiful things that we created and a lot of nature creation. The other one is, is just all beautiful places where there's no humans in the shot. Do you see? So it depends on where you go and where you look and what you see. There are beautiful things to see that were created by us spiritually for ourselves to experience, like the Grand Canyon. Right? Yellowstone National Park. Yosemite National Park here in California. I'm sorry, Yosemite, to those of you who are yuppies. Yosemite. It's not pronounced that. If you go there and ask the guides... How it's pronounced, they'll tell you it's pronounced Yosemite. Okay? And I'm buffing on, uh, let me pull out of full screen and see what's going on here. My signal's getting a little choppy on, on here. It's going, bouncing into the red a little bit. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Let me put you over here on this. So you're looking at that so I can check on the feed here. Uh, it still says I'm live, but it's buffing. So I apologize. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Um, but I'm still live, I'm still streaming, and I'm still recording this. So if it if it does kick, because it looks like I, the, uh, it's just buffing on there. And they do that to me every now and then when I get talking about stuff that I shouldn't be. Right? The energy gets to a certain point, and they start tripping on me. I don't have any drop frames, though. Oh, I have a few, yeah. So it'll be all right because I'm recording it. So I'll, when I repost it uh, on the MP3 file portion, you guys will be okay. But it still hasn't dropped. So I'm just going to proceed right let's see what it's saying now couldn't play this video something went wrong you can exit or try again
Okay, I think we're back up. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, it says we're back. Okay, I'll have to edit this together, but I apologize for that. Um, they booted us off the air there for a second. Um, I don't know what was going on there, but uh, I started uh, having problems with the um, signal, and then my you my my page on Facebook just dropped out of the sky. Uh, YouTube didn't go offline though; isn't that weird, right? But Facebook that page dropped uh, off of the so I had to so I was not um, live anymore. Uh, so I tried to get it back live while still recording, but it didn't work. So I'll edit this together and. Um, Put in at least the bet last part I wanted to come on and say, okay, I guess we'll call it there. <laughs> right? So we're on um, session 80, question four is where we're going to end up. Okay, guys. So I apologize for that. I just want to come back on air real quick and let you know that I got booted, but I wanted to end the show properly. And I'll edit this together so when you guys hear this on the MP3 file version, it'll be just right right there. And all of a sudden you'll go, okay, we're back. And, and you'll go, what happened? What, you didn't go anywhere. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, signal dropped from Facebook there for a second, right? What's up with that, Facebook? What's up, what's up? Let me see if, if we're still, if we actually are live. It says we're live, but I don't know for certain that we actually are here. Let me look on another monitor. And, yes, we are. We're back live, live, right? Yep, there we are. Back live, live. Okay, so I apologize for that delay uh, in what we were doing there because we got booted. But it is at the hour anyway. So, like I said, I'll edit that together and we'll get that back out for you. When it hits YouTube, it'll be put together. And when it hits, um, I'll redo it here on Facebook so you don't have, like, two where it says I was live and then live again, right? Um, I'll, I'll take those down and then put up the new version and I'll put that on there, right, the edited version of uh, edited back together session so you guys when you hear this you'll get to this part and go what you were spending a lot of time they're talking about going off the getting kicked off yeah that's what happened at the end all right guys so that was a love one for today i'll be back to do some orion rising news not today but soon because there's all kinds of crazy shit going on right all right guys so have a great day and have a great week and have a great weekend namaste those of you who wherever you are around the world some of you it's already saturday Right? Some of you, it's Friday morning, depending on where you are in the world. Have a great night.